0: most thing in this world. Just like that I give it. the
1: most thing in this world. Just like that what's up everybody welcome back to the Ass pop show we're your hosts manny and rick and today we're doing something a little different instead of interviewing some amazing guests who's going to kick knowledge on how they got started on their entrepreneurial journey we decided to look back on season one of grub pubs and clubs and just reflect back on what we learned from speaking with these incredible individuals yo rick man i'm so curious to hear what key learnings you gathered from the 13 episodes we shot this year and what stood out the most man from speaking to these small business owners so hit me with it what were the top three to five things you learned from season one on grub pubs and clubs
0: oh there's so many dude, to to choose from Uh, but we're going to try to outline until maybe three, four, five, six, seven, you know how we do brother. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So number one, one of the first things that really stood out across all the industries, across all the business owners that we spoke to was cutting waste, right? Not cutting spending, cutting waste was one of the really big things um, that all the owners had to do, especially during the pandemic. Where they still needed to cut payroll and do other things to keep their business running, but one of the key things they didn't do was cut spending. They cut waste. How about you, man?
1: Yeah, bro. What were you, you looking at my notes? That ain't cool, man. <laughs> yes. All right. So you know what? That's funny. My number one was cut waste, not spending. I took a little notes here, so I got a little cheat sheet here. Um, I agree, man. You know, talking to all these business owners. They uh, they talked about not just spend for spending sake, or cutting spending for cutting sake. Right? It's all about knowing your business, and and know why you're spending on what, and know why you're eliminating certain costs. Man, they're dealing with slim margins, bro. Um, and if they don't know their business, forget about it. Right? Um, so it was inevitably uh, a common theme. A theme where they were like. Um, it's all about just cutting the waste, man, not the spending. You got to spend properly. So, yeah, bro, we're on the same page. Cut waste, not spending. All right, what's number two? What you got? number what you got?
0: two, number two was hiring partners, right? So, all these entrepreneurs knew their strengths, they knew their weaknesses, and they looked for team members that were strong where they were weak, um, and they were successful in doing that. If it was from, you know, they were weak in marketing. They found marketing professionals. If they needed someone, some type of management to come in and help them out with their week, CPAs were really big, right? Um, knowing their numbers, they were staying on top of that. Um, and the reason they were staying on top of that was because they had partners coming in and watching the bottom line to make sure that they were staying in line with their goals.
1: Damn. Listen, man, that... You're cheating, bro. All right. All right. So number two for me, same thing, man. So it was about hiring the right individuals and, and also getting the right partners, right. Who are experts in their fields, uh, knowing their roles to handle different jobs. You know, everybody was playing their position, right. Um, like you said, one person might be analytical, that can handle the books, a CPA, obviously, a marketer. Um, another one might be more ser- customer service oriented, right? Um, so they, they're better with people, um, uh, making deals, closing deals. Uh, but again, everyone playing their position. Um, and if you will, right, like front of house, back of house. Someone's got to handle the front of the house. Someone's got to handle the back of the house. Front of house meaning like a major d' or, um, yeah, dealing with the vendors. And the back of the house, the chef, right? Um, so yeah, man, hiring the right people and, and partnering with the right partners who are experts in their fields, man. All right, man. Number three better not be the same, bro. I know. That. Oh man. You're so cheating. number three,
0: man, staying flexible was huge, was huge, especially during the pandemic. You know, a lot of these guys weren't really set up for, um, takeout and delivery. Um, but they needed to stay flexible because they had obligations, right? They were obligated to their employees, which was another, Surprising thing, right? Because we hear from other people, oh, business owners are are selfish, and man, that was quite the opposite. Um, talking to these business owners, they were very generous, and one of the key things they were they wanted to do was, of course, take care of their customers, which means they or take care of their employees as well as the customers. But they needed to stay flexible so they could be so they're able to afford and be able to to pay their employees. Um, so being flexible or staying flexible was was a really big thing you know across all the businesses that we spoke to
1: all right all right well that's the okay that's not my number three so that's good you weren't completely cheating off my my uh my page (laughs) um but let's see here so for me number three bro was um you know we i i feel we asked a great question is is an entrepreneur innately born with that gift or can an entrepreneur be made right and Overwhelmingly, throughout our our 13 episodes, I think what I gathered was that um, entrepreneurship is something you can be born with, and um, you can develop it over time, right? Um, some people are born with with that again that innate ability. I just want to do my own thing. I don't want to hear nobody's shit. I don't want to, you know, I, I don't. I, I know what I want to do, um, and others, you know, they they get into they get started in corporate america right they learn certain skill sets and business practices and eventually it dawns on them they're like you know what man i want to do my own thing i want to have my own place i want to uh, i want to be my own boss i'm tired of hearing people's again shit right um but but key key component here is that they take all or they took all those experiences with them that they learned in corporate america and applied it to their own business right and then they just put their own little twist on it um, but what I learned, you know, inevitably is that entrepreneurship um, is just subjective. Some people are just born with it, and others, man, they, they learn it over time and develop it.
0: Yeah, I would say I noticed that as well uh, across all the restaurants. Um, there wasn't one, you know, it didn't sway one way or another. So it was a good mix of 50 50, right? Because some of them came from a corporate background. Uh, for example, um, Fountainhead, right? Brett, uh, over in Fallon had uh, Bart, right? Or Bert, sorry, Bert. Bert, Bert yeah. uh, you know, he, he came from a corporate environment where, where he even says it. He was making a good living. He was settled down. Uh, but he had that itch, right? To, to do something different, right? And then you had, you know, another owner, uh, Peter, right? Peter... He, he was born with it, right? He, he always came from that background where he started in the restaurant business and then he just, that's all he's known, right? So it's it's always been a, uh, it's been a 50-50 across the board, you know, same thing with Maria right over in Candela where she was, yep. she was born into that business, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, but at the same time, she had another career, right? In, in talking to her and then she transitioned back to, to being a business owner where her strengths were at. Yeah. Um but yeah it, it was very interesting uh, again i guess what number we're at five maybe uh we're at four right hit me with a number four would so number have? four was um culture i i felt like um a lot of them spoke about culture and building culture around their brand around their communities um that was a really big thing that came up during our conversations where um you know, some of them built culture from way back in the day on the street, right? Again, Maria was on the street, like a street team type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then they transitioned online using social media. Um, and it helped them grow their business and, and let the community know that they were still alive and kicking. Uh, in addition to that, they were uh, setting up different outreach programs using the technology that was in place. So culture was a really big thing. Uh, again, even talking to, to Guardy where he he had mentioned uh, putting people in positions to uh, to excel and not to compete with each other. Right. Again, mm. it was that whole culture situation that they were putting together. Um, and, and it was uh, evident from interview number one all the way to the last one that we did.
1: Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. You know what? That That's not my number four. But I'm going to say it just because you said it, um, it was on my, on my list as well. Uh, building a culture, but also building a culture centered around a set of values or a value system, right? I think a lot of successful business owners did that. Um, you know, they hired and partnered with, again, the whole hiring and partnering with the right individuals, but also with with core um skill sets, but also with with the same value system that you have. And what do I mean by that is um you you all have the same belief system and how to go about business, how to conduct business, how what you're going, what your goals are, uh, values are extremely important, man. Um, it, it allows for everyone to stay on task um, for the betterment of everyone individually. Like, hey, I know what what we're reaching for and how we want to get there. It's not just what, but how. Um, but it also helps the business, right? Because at any point, if you feel you're not within your value system, you can always check and balance yourself um, with that core belief and core value system. Um, so I, I think That was something extremely important that I that I got that is like, hey, man, you know what? Um, If you're looking for a job or you're looking for the right individuals to partner with or hire, make sure that everyone has the same value system as you, because it's going to help you with your bottom line, but also help you with uh, turnover. Right. Like if people are quitting on you because they don't they don't uh, value what your business is about or you. Um. So, yeah, the culture, bro, man. I'm yeah, touched it's, on it,
0: that. it's interesting that you mentioned uh, employees, uh, you know, going into it. We thought that employee retention might have been an issue mm. uh, with these business owners. And it wasn't that, that wasn't one of the things that they struggled with. Um, they had loyalty. Right. So they built that culture where people wanted to stick around and, and wait it out. You know, um, <laughs> a quote that comes to mind from one of the interviews was. Uh, a ca- a captain isn't as uh isn't as strong um without a good crew was was the quote mm. uh, and, and i was like wow that that really stuck with me right because you could be the best captain but if you if you don't have a crew you don't really have anything you know and that was evident across all of them they all had a good good crew
1: yeah they had good captains and good crews um, and that's why they were able to um sustained during COVID, bro right they they set up their their core value system and their culture way before this pandemic came right so when it hit they they didn't waver they maintained their value system they maintained their core beliefs right and they they maintained that trajectory um and they were able to sustain they didn't lose people like most people were right you're hearing all these you're hearing all these things and you're reading all these articles during COVID, like, man, restaurants are having a high turnover rate, not the 13 business owners we talked to, right? Even though they closed their doors, they, were, they still had staff coming through to volunteer and get with the community and give food away, even though they weren't getting paid, right? It's like, that's amazing. That that's goes back to the culture and the value system that they had uh, set up prior, man. Right. And no, in um, addition to that, I mean, that, that, you set me up perfectly for the last bullet point that I
0: have is being prepared like this wasn't an accident like all this stuff was outlined right they all had a plan even before the doors were open they knew their market they knew the culture they wanted to build uh they set goals right they were conscientiousness about um and they set towards that goal you know and they might have had obstacles but they were able to overcome because they had a goal to aim at so that was one thing that really stood out as well was being prepared and be prepared for the worst what is it uh hoping for the best but planning for the worst and that was each and every one of them mentioned that especially towards the end of every interview where he asked them if they had advice for anyone that might have you know might want to go into the industry that was one of the biggest things that they said was being prepared for the worst planning for the best preparing for the worst
1: yeah Shit, yeah, bro you nailed it on the head i mean nailed on the head um for me you already said it but i, I I think I came up with a cool little way of saying it is again you said stay flexible right but for me it's a knowing how to pivot is pivotal for any business you know I mean if COVID taught all of us anything is that being able to pivot um, is, is extremely important to be able to stay on um, on top of your business and being on top of the pulse of your business um, is extremely important because when it's time to pivot right? You can, you can make, you can adapt quickly. And that's what these businesses did again, to your point, they had a plan. They, they planned the work and they worked the plan, right? Until it was time to, Oh shit. I got to pivot. This COVID thing is hitting us extremely hard. I got to cut waste, not spending. Right. Um, because I need to continue to market. I need to continue to have food. I need to continue to have product for people to consume However, I need to adapt and pivot. And how are we going to do that? Okay. Look at our margins. Um, well, these ticket, these are the hot ticket items, 80 20, right? 20% is, is selling more than the other 80. So we're going to focus on that. And that was, again, knowing their business, knowing how to pivot, knowing how to adapt, which allowed them having their systems in place, having the value systems in place as well, allowed them to continue to flourish, man. So um, yeah, it was, it was freaking awesome, bro, to 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 uh, um, to just talk to them and get that info, right? I was like, "Oh shit, flexibility, flexibility is pivotal." Um, yeah, man, and, yeah.
0: and their, um, the humbleness, right? Um, they all came across so humble, not arrogant, you know. And, and a lot of them, you know, can't you know, could be, you know, because they've accomplished a lot. Not they're not on just their first one; they might be on their sixth uh, franchise or um, you know business. Um, and again, another thing that stuck out was that, you know, that they weren't too proud to ask for help, you know, where, where they got stuck. They looked for mentors. They, 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 you know, reached out to others that might be again, stronger in what they were weak at. Um, and they, it's funny because they saw that as a strength, right. As a compliment, when you go out, go and ask someone for help, that's a compliment to the person that you're asking, um, which, you know, it really stuck, it stuck out to me and, Uh, it made an impression right because a lot of times we think ah i'm not gonna ask for help i don't want to seem like a sucker or or weak um where they found strength right they found strength in that weakness which was very interesting
1: yeah that's dope bro yeah humility they were all so humble man all right and they were highly successful individuals man with like you said not not their first rodeo right and they had multiple businesses some of them um uh, but yeah, I, I think I got that too, man. I'm glad you said that the, the, the humility and strength to be able to, um, ask for help, not only prior to starting your business, right? Like, Hey, listen, man, you're an expert at this. You're better at marketing. You're better at numbers. You're better at, uh, customer service, whatever, right? You're more of a people person. I'll be being able to identify your weaknesses early on partnering with the right people, Uh, But then again, pivoting, let's just say in the middle of not even a pandemic, but in your business, you realize like, hey, maybe I'm not as good as this individual being able to say, hey, man, yo, Rick, you know what? You're better at this. I'm not as good. Can you take over or can we hire someone outside of our organization, right? Hiring consultants is extremely important to be able to do, too, Um, you know, because they bring a fresh pair of eyes and. they bring a fresh perspective and again they're experts in their field so the humility to be able to do that to look outside of your organization i think um is key to that that i learned from from these from these people
0: yeah and, and tenacity right tenacity speaks volumes for for these folks um you know it wasn't a uh set it up and you know a year later they're just hanging out it was you know it, it was a process for the, for them uh, and it continues to be a process especially for the ones that <laughs> a lot of those started what a few months before covid like they had yeah. to go through that storm and make it happen uh <laughs> you know bert bert's business over in fountainhead yeah. uh <laughs> relies on people coming in and actually touching taps <laughs> no, the <laughs> in the taps middle happen. of a pandemic you know like man it says a lot about his character and and his will to make it happen you know and you know looking back what a year and a half later he's still doing it and Man, it's just the tenacity that these folks have.
1: Yeah, and they're doing it well, right? It's all those things that we outlined, man. Um, what what was, there another one? Do you have anything else? I mean, I got two more. Oh, know.
0: give us the bonus too, man. That's a bonus okay. too, because I am done. I got my uh, I got my notes here, and that's all I have. What do yeah,
1: you have? Bonus too, as usual, right? I'm always rambling, so let's see here. Um, you know, we ask people when was your fuck it moment right like fuck it i'm i'm going for it fuck it i'm going to do it or fuck it i'm out of here right like i'm sick of this shit i'm done working with these individuals or this organization and i've learned enough or i've had it um and i thought or we thought right there was a it was just one fuck it moment it's that epiphany moment and you're like you know what i'm out of here blah 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 um but i think what in speaking with these individuals what i learned is that not only in professional, but in personal, um, you have multiple fucking moments when you're in a business, let's say um, there's many different times where it's going to be like, you know what, fuck it, let's do this or fuck it. Let's hire someone else outside of our business, right? Or fuck it. Um, We need to pivot. It's not working. Um, Or like the ultimate fuck it is, man, I'm done. I'm out of here. I got to do my own thing. I can't take this anymore. You know, I had that moment in, in corporate America. Um, and then I realized that uh, in my life, I've had multiple fucking moments. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. What about you, bro? Yeah, yeah man. I,
0: yeah. You know what? Now, <laughs> you mentioned it. Uh, every time we talked about the fucking it moment, it, was, uh, it always came back to having a step of faith, right? Um, mm-hmm. Right. Because you can line everything up on paper, but at the end of the day, you got to, for lack of a better word, have the balls to do it man and these cats just had the balls to do it you know when they look back and they said man there's, there's security here you know looking front is an unknown right it's a darkness but they said screw it man let's do it you know and they stepped out on faith uh and sometimes you just have to do that right and not you know accept the fact that hey you might fail um and, and you know some of them may have failed in the past but they continued, right? It was all a lesson. They, they, they learned from their mistakes. They picked up where, you know, where they left off. And man, you know, just fuck it. Just keep going. And that's what I got from that question when we asked him that.
1: Oh, man. You know what? It's just something else came to mind when you said that. Is, um, it's, it's stepping out on faith, but also it's um, trusting your intuition, right? Because uh, that fucking moment, uh, let's say you're in corporate America Right? Or you're using up your life savings again to use Bert, Right. Like he left corporate America. He's tapping in and or multiple people did. Um, but you're like, you know what, man, everything and everyone around me is telling me, man, don't do it. Don't do it. That is a hard business or you're doing the wrong thing or whatever. Right. They're putting negative uh, narratives in your mind. But they said, nah, man, my intuition, my gut is telling me fuck it i'm gonna do it and they did it um and it's beautiful (laughs) to hear that story and it's beautiful to see how that trusting yourself trusting your intuition who you are right is um has allowed them to be where they're at and successful man. so yeah intuition bro with that fucking moment yeah man Uh, we we learned a lot man through these
0: uh these episodes here and uh a lot of gold a lot of gold within those uh within those conversations um a lot of thought went into those uh answers that they gave us yeah. uh, a lot of wisdom a lot of wisdom and you know if you added up all the years of uh information we got man we, we'd be up there we'd be up there we'd be at maybe two or three lifetimes of uh of experience so yeah. it's a, a lot of a lot of value there
1: yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, I think the last one, right? The last bonus one here, if you will. Um, and I think this goes without saying, but I think we need to say it, which is um small businesses are essential for our economy to thrive, bro. I mean, if, if anyone had any doubt prior to obviously going through two years, and it looks like we might be going into a third here of a pandemic, um, is that these small business owners um are the millionaires next door, right? They they're not only monetarily but in wisdom um, and what they provide to our communities man how many of us uh, were scared to go out to get something to eat or just in general right and what these small business owners what did they do man they masked up um they faxed up and and they had to put their lives at risk so we could be okay man right so tell me that these small business owners aren't essential um and Completely imp- just important to our communities, man. Just they're hiring people, you know, not only young people, but anyone for that matter, right? That wants a job and wants to do a good job and um, wants to get paid for their labor or their skills. Uh, these small business owners are, are uh, hands down, in my opinion, the heroes during this COVID as well as obviously the people in the medical field. But uh, nevertheless, man, small business owners are, uh, are the backbone of our community.
0: Right. And then all of them, every single one were on the front lines, man. Right? right. They wouldn't put their employees in a position that they wouldn't put themselves in. They all did that. They all showed up to work. Um, they were the first ones, there, last ones to leave. Um, and to your point, yeah, it, it, it's different. Right. Um, you could have the CEO of Walmart, you could have the CEO of Home Depot, um, but they're not in the store. They're not pushing the lumber. They're not, you know, they're not out there checking you out. Mm-mm. um, these small business owners were there They're, They were cooking your food. They were delivering your food. They were making sure that you were fed um, and that you were safe at home. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, man, it, it speaks volumes again to their character. Um, and yeah, man, we have to support small businesses.
1: No doubt, man. No doubt. Is that it? If we don't have no more bonuses. Any more bonuses. That's it. That's it, homie. No more bonuses. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Well, then there it is, my ass pop people. Those were just some of the key takeaways we could share, right? We had so many, you know, that we gathered from our genuine conversations with local restaurants, bars, cafes from all over the U.S. Um, And as we've come to find out globally, the small business owner, again, is the backbone of any economy. So let's make sure we continue to support them wherever we live. And if you're traveling or visiting anywhere, make sure you're, you're supporting local businesses as well. You know, make sure you get out of your, your resort and your all-inclusive uh, meals and cruises right? if you can. Uh, it's extremely important that we, again, support these small business owners. Um, and you know what? We got some exciting news we'll, we will be sharing in the new year, not quite yet, on some key partnerships. You know, a, a spinoff to Ask Pop that we're calling Behind the Brand. We'll elaborate a, a little bit more next, uh, next year and uh and the season two that we're coming up with we had a couple of different themes that rick and i are playing with oh um, we, got last... we got some good
0: spins. we got some spins yeah man we got
1: some good spins <laughs> we, we've been we've been cooking up some really dope shit, if you will in the um in the off season here and then also some surprise sick surprise guests that we're uh, we're working on so man we can't thank you again for listening and please stay tuned as we continue to bring you some dope professionals offering perspective on how they're making their dreams come true. One business at a time. Yo, Rick, season one is in the books. And if you don't, if you don't know, no, know, no, you know. <laughs>